favorite books uh, was by Robert Hamilton Kelly, then a dean at Stanford University Chapel. It's called Sprung Time, S-P-R-U-N-G, Time. Uh, it's a season of the year where things that we're planning to do are, are all different than they are at other times of the year. And somehow the Spirit of God comes closer. And for those facing surgery this week, the Spirit of God's presence is certainly going to be uh, something we long to express and to, uh, to experience. So the, this, the season of Advent changes the way we interpret time and what we're looking forward to. And you notice it in the attitude of people, uh, the songs that we sing, and, and maybe some of the movies. Uh, my wife constantly now listens to Hallmark, and they've been talking about Christmas coming for uh, be long before Thanksgiving. So there's a sense of the time changing uh, itself. And more than anything else, there is a sense, uh, as we read the prophets and look at the, the gospel message, this time uh, the gospel of Mark, which doesn't have the birth narrative, by the way, uh, of Jesus, we sense the presence of God coming into a, a time that is going to be changed completely because our God will reign. Well, this anticipation starts off in uh, this, uh, the prophet of Isaiah. And he's speaking to uh, the nation Israel, as you know, was defeated and carried off into Babylonian captivity. They've been there for a generation, say 40 years or so, longing to return home again. To this season, then, we turn with a sense of anticipation that our God is about to arrive and to bring us home. And so the text focuses, as it always does this season of the year, not only in the religious community, but uh, in the secular culture as well. Christmas is different. We look forward uh, to the coming of God. There is a suspended sense of timing uh, as we yield to looking back to a place called Bethlehem, where God is going to do a new thing, uh, uh, newer than ever before. I'm going to shorten a bit uh, this morning because there's been a lot of prayers and a lot of announcements and things. I want to focus on the sense of, of coming home because these, these people, Israel, my people, Israel, God's children, have been longing to go back home again. Uh, they're in Babylonian captivity. They want to be set free. And so the words of the prophet Isaiah comes just at the breaking of a new dawn. This, this coming of the, the promised one finally is going to occur but they don't know when. So they, they live with a sense of anticipation. Uh, they go back to the thinking of uh, the time when uh, Israel was in prison in Egypt. So they're longing to be set free. And the day is coming uh, when God is going to do this great new thing again. And it will be a day when every valley will be lifted up and the mountains will be brought low and the highway will be made straight in the desert for our God to make himself known. Uh, certainly they're reflecting back uh, on the Exodus and going across that desert time and being lost and wandering and looking for the place that God would call them. Home is a sense not only of uh, a destination, a geographic destination, but it's a sense of God with us in the present moment. Home, uh, the presence of home. When we, we think of Christmas, it, it is about returning home, isn't it? Uh, we hear it in the songs that we sing and some of the classic movies that remind us of returning to a place uh, where we are accepted, where we can be ourselves, where we can kick back, take our shoes off, and celebrate Christmas. Uh, every time I, I come to this season, I go back to a couple of, of old faithful songs, 
Uh, mine focus a lot on snow. It doesn't snow a whole lot here, uh, but let it snow, let it snow, there, uh, let it snow. There's no place like home for the holidays. All the, the songs of the season, it seems, remind us of home. And so the prophet Isaiah stands out as the Christmas prophet, uh, pointing towards the promised one who's coming, Emmanuel, God with us, not only as we're leading ourselves back home uh, after a time of captivity, 40 years, and they long for home. And you know, home is so different. Uh, it's a place where you have familiar foods that uh, you, you eat typically at the season of Christmas. I don't know if your Lutherans, Lutefus does not make it, but there, there's a, a sense of special foods, cookies, baking, pies perhaps that you eat. Israel is going to go back home again. It's a sense of God with us as we journey. So the prophets, especially in this season, are calling the people of Israel to be faithful because God is about to do a new thing. And the, the desert is going to become a, a pathway that leads us home again to Israel. The other thing that occurs during the season of Advent is that the focus on angels. And we've been talking about angels a bit uh, in our Joseph study on Wednesdays. And uh, the, the presence of angels in our lives and how they, uh, they don't necessarily have to be the seraphim or the, the cherubim that are described. You know, the, remember, the seraphim is described by Isaiah and the temples having six wings. And, and so we try to visualize what angels look like. Uh, but uh, gratefully, uh, as we studied our, our Joseph study, the focus on angels are messengers that come to us usually as human beings with a special kind of insight and a special kind of vision. And sometimes uh, there are people even in our very midst who see something more of the kingdom of God and bring it about in the way they interact with, uh, with each of us. I was uh, thinking about the surprises of Advent and Christmas. And one of my favorite examples has to do with a, uh, about a seven-year-old boy who was uh, charged to be the angel Gabriel in announcing to Mary that she's going to bear a son. He had practiced his lines and he had them down pat. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. Blessed are you amongst women and the fruit of your womb, Jesus. He had it down pat. And it came time for the scene to unfold. And he was looking at the, the girl who was playing Mary and thinking about the beauty of that story. And it was his moment. And he completely went blank. You ever, you ever done that? He had it down so pat, but now the scene and the time became real inside of him. And he said, hey, Mary, have I got a surprise for you? <laughs> the essence of Advent comes to us through prophets and through angels. Home. Home, the sense of returning to a place where God is with us and things will be well. It's a place where we let go of control issues. You may know a few folks that try to get all their packages and all their Christmas cards and they're, they're so wound up with controlling their time that they miss the time that God has put in front of them. Let go of your control. Let return home again uh, to the familiar sounds and the tastes and the promises of Christmas, the Spirit of God with us. Time has sprung. Uh, their days of being in captivity were soon going to be released, and Isaiah captures this vision. We're going home again. God is going to be doing a new thing. We have these, comfort, comfort, my people, Israel. Your warfare is ended. That's the older text. The days of war are over. 
you're going to be returning home and your trust in governments and forces of power and war are going to be no more because our God will reign. I, uh, I like the sounds of the season. We, I play all Christmas discs uh, during the season, start you know, in the evenings, and it's really enjoyable to listen to them. I'll be home for Christmas, if only what in my dreams. So the prophets call us to return to the dreams of being set free, of returning home again. Movies help. I don't know if you are like I, but there's a, 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 it's a wonderful life. Yeah, it's tight. Have ever watched that again and again and again? The story of Christmas is contained within that wonderful movie, uh, Returning to Bedford Falls, wherever Bedford Falls is. It's a story of a man uh, who, who was involved with a, a loan and a trust business, a savings and loan, and uh, of course a nefarious banker who was a large, powerful man who is wanting to buy out that savings and loan. And as you go through the story, uh, and I'm sure most of you know this story, uh, the, the lead character somehow tries to reconcile the, the, his, his wonderful savings and loan that had been in the family for years is now going to go under. And it's a terrible story of potential loss and hope. And it's about angels, too. Remember Clarence getting his wings? An angel messenger has come and helped him understand what the world like in Bedford Falls would be like without him. Returning home to Christmas, God calls us to make a difference, to be instruments of God's peace wherever we are. It's a time of moving from pessimism to possibility. I was uh, mindful. You don't, you don't hear all the sweet nativity stories in Mark's gospel. It was the earliest gospel written. Uh, it begins with, you know, a, a character you never see in a nativity scene. I don't know if anybody ever seen John the Baptizer in one of your nativity sets. I've never seen him. He's always excluded. But yet, he is the messenger. Uh, a prophet, again, the prophet's voice foretelling uh, a time when God would speak in our lives. And he calls what? Us to repentance. This is the, the season of Advent. John is out there at the edge of the civilized world dressed in weird clothing, a prophetic message calling us to repent. Remember, the message of John the Baptizer and Jesus were the same. Repent. Turn around. Go back the way God wants you to live with your neighbors. The prophets and angels in the season of Advent come to us with messages of hope amidst the darkness. I was uh, focused on, on this third chapter of Joseph, which should have been last Wednesday in our study. And he, too, hears a message from the angels, not as Mary hears it with Gabriel in that beautiful nativity story, but Joseph has a dream. And in that dream, uh, God comes to Joseph. Angels, angels. And I'm thinking of the anthem we sang, angels coming to us. And I'm thinking of that wonderful board we have out front. Angels coming to us with messengers. That's what an angel is in the scriptures, if you much think about it messengers with a message of repentance and turning to God and believing that they are present in our midst. So Joseph is the character that we're focused on and the challenges Joseph faced uh, with Mary's pregnancy and having decided he's going to divorce her or separate from her uh, because it just seems uh, the right thing to do. Hard to believe that the Holy Spirit has come to his uh, betrothed. And yet Joseph 
decides to believe the angel's message, that he could make a difference. He could make a difference in the entire life of the world. And so Joseph decides to listen to the angel's message. But angels are not necessarily creatures with wings who talk only about God. Angels come to us in, in the form of people uh, that surprise us with their vision of things. And you never know when you're going to see one. I, uh, I share this story that really happened to me. I was on an airplane trip to an educational experience in North Carolina. And I was in a bad mood. I'm sure you know that pastors occasionally have bad moods. Uh, I was in a funky mood for sure. Uh, I didn't want to be around anybody. I got to that little airport with the commuter airlines. And I decided I wanted to just be apart from everybody. I was feeling pretty crummy. So I didn't want to talk to anybody. So I went about ten chairs away uh, from the nearest person who would likely be on the next airplane. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I just wanted to read my John Grisham novel and escape being a pastor for a while. And sure as shooting, this African-American guy, about six foot 13, came in and he was carrying a huge submarine sandwich. And I could just see it coming. He walked right by all of the people to those 10 chairs that were around me. They were all empty. And he sat down right beside me. I uh, was not happy to, to have this occur. First thing that struck me is how quickly that submarine sandwich went down. I've never seen a submarine sandwich go down so fast in my entire life. And he uh, rubbed his fingers off and the crumbs, and he said, you're a preacher, aren't you? And this is a man I didn't know, and I looked, I wasn't reading the scriptures, I was reading a John Grisham novel. And he went on to talk about how important the Word of God is that preachers bring to people and don't ever give up. Something happened that day. Don't forget it. I had to look when I got on that airplane to see if he was really there. So angels come. Angels come to us with messengers such as we see out there on the board with a spirit of optimism. They see things differently. They see the promise of God and the importance of God's message. You heard Pastor Chang talk about that. Uh, with among people, how important it is to be witnesses to what God has done. And you never know what your word can do to somebody who is waiting for a promise or a word of God to speak to them. So it happens. And you never know when you might encounter an angel unaware. Pray with me. Loving God, we, we come to your presence, not sure sometimes what the future holds but trusting that you hold that future. You come to us in the words we speak and the longings that we have for home and returning to that place where you are, to Bethlehem or to our home of origin, to the gathering of friends and family. It is that season, Lord, uh, where you call us to refocus on where it is you want us to be, where you want us to go. Help us to dispel the darkness with hope, to see your light in the midst of the even most dark times and the desert times, trusting that you will make straight a pathway for God to come to us and open our hearts and our imaginations to the presence of angels in our world. Uh, you are still there, Lord, especially in our dark times. And so we come to you this day, lifting all these things before you and trusting that your day is soon to occur. 
Fill us with grace, imagination, and hope, for we ask it in him who is the light of our world, even Jesus the Christ. Amen.